Howdy, craft beer lovers. Welcome to the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. I'm Brian. I'm Justin. We are here with producer Casey. All right, all right, all right. Also, brewer Jason Paul. Here. Yeah, they brought me back. Uh, Anthony, I, Anthony Reams is here from RJ Meats. I don't, he snuck in the back door. New year, new me. <laughs> new year, new Wait, meat. Did you say new, new Anthony, who new dis? Meat? New, new me. I'm, I'm a very serious me now. Ow. Oh, that's. Oh, man. Okay. B L O N D. Blonde. I have never been more proud of you than I am in this moment right now. The Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is brought to you by Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios at Patreon at patreon.com backslash Blind Ninja Studios or by following the Patreon link at the bottom of the homepage at blindninjastudios.com. So this is episode number 19. This is in the new year. It's 2022, everyone. Feliz Navidad. Uh, this includes news and information and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from January 3rd to January 16th. He knows what he said. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah. So when we ask these questions, we have to answer truthfully and to the best of our ability, right? Yeah. Are you wanting to know which celebrity I'd punch? Oh, that's better. No, I'm going to go with the crappier <laughs> question. <laughs> I, I wanted to finally extract the secret. Oh, boy. How, how do you keep your beard so immaculate? Oh, boy. Uh, it's actually uh, <clears throat> ham grease. Oh, now we know why Anthony's here. From RJ's Green. Meats. Got it. <laughs> is that in their cosmetic section? Sure is. <laughs> 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 and there goes Sirius Anthony. But no, on that question. He was trying. New hey, year. New he, made year. It, he made it three days into the new year. I'm so three proud of him. Three days and three minutes. <laughs> You know what, though? I think yep. we should probably crack open a beer. Oh, please. Oh, this one didn't Ooh. go flying everywhere. That's I'm going to give a that a, like, like a nine and a half. That was nine a very good, like, it was, you guys were synced on that this one. This is like, how much beer is going to go on my computer? So, Jason, you want to tell us what we're drinking? Uh, this is Bare Naked Oats. So this is an American stout down in Spring Valley. Um, as you can imagine, uh, pretty heavy on the oats. Uh, specifically, Golden Naked Oats. Um one of the nice things about this beer is it truly is an, uh, an American stout. It, it has a lot of those nice, sharp espresso, dark chocolate notes that you're looking for in this beer. It does have a mild hop influence, but for the most part, this beer is truly in balance. There is a wonderful... Oh, please, no, please continue. No, it seems like you're enjoying yourself. Well, I, I just have a question. Go on. Uh, <laughs> can you tell me about the attenuation on this? <laughs> uh, specifically, this beer attenuated down to a, uh, let's see, a 1012. So it's 10, still 12. a little bit more on the sweeter side. Um, let's see. I used a USO5, which is a California strain of yeast. So this one actually came down to about 81 to 82% attenuation. It, it tastes like that. Thank you. Yeah. Do you know what that means? No. That's what means I it's still <laughs> Would you say this beer would pair well with ham? Uh, I think at this point anything pairs well with uh, ham. This would be this would be a very good uh, ham beer. Awesome. You you said a word that triggered with me here. Uh, espresso. I get a wonderful sweet espresso flavor that I, I don't even think I'd identified if the times I drank this before till now, but it really yep. pops through well. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's that nice, yeah, I wouldn't say acrid coffee notes into it, but it is that, that nice, smooth, 
I wouldn't say quite abrasive, but it's a very punch in the face espresso no, type. And, no, and say well, this, dark chocolate. It's like yeah. dark chocolate covered espresso beans. Yeah. is well, kind of what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. If if I might, I'll try to be intelligent for one one moment here. I believe in you. Um, thank you. Um, I think this is actually a very nice break from the kind of more in your face uh, festive beers that we've been yes. having, such as oh, maybe the Christmas cookie. Um, and you just I, have I think a it's sweet very, tooth, don't you? I do. I do. I Anthony's it. Christmas cookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in the words, in the words of Jim Gaffigan, uh, my tooth owes my ass an apology. That's a good point. Uh, but no, this is a very nice beer, and I, it's a very kind of January awesome. drinking. Yeah, you know, come down from uh, the holidays beer. Awesome. And so I, I, I love American stouts for a, a nice cold weather beer because um, you do get those. Mild, intricate spice characteristics from the late hopping regimen that you're using with those, I mean, typically Cascade, Chinook, what may have you. This one's done pretty heavily on uh, uh, Cascade, uh, on a late hopping regimen on the, on the boil kettle. So it, you do end up with some nice spice characteristics from that. So it's a nice way to add those somewhat spicy characteristics you want in a winter beer without actually throwing spice into it, which I kind of like. So everybody... And I'm going to put you on the spot here, Jason, but everybody likes a success story. But would you would you please tell us about the first time you attempted to brew this beer? Oh, dear God. Um, we're going to go with uh, maybe too much oats, maybe not enough added enzyme into the mash, and not enough water or patience to save anything. Um, th this, this mash got stuck. This mash did not actually convert. Um, this, this ended up being more of a bullheaded project than anything else, but I'm very happy we ended up with the finish line with this one. So, um, <laughs> the nice way to put it for, is for, for the, for the, for the people who might not know, um, like a ham slapper over there, uh, what is a stuck mash? <laughs> Um, mash no go. Mash no go. <laughs> uh, to, to give Jason a little credit, though, he was dealing with a recipe I had written, and then he rewrote the recipe, and the beer turned out great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that uh, seems to be a... Uh... But no, on, on Casey's end, uh, stuck yeah. mash just means that uh, the liquid didn't want to end up running through the grain. The grain ended up being too sticky. Um, there wasn't enough of a filter base being there, so literally no liquid wanted to come out. So I ended up having to scoop the entirety of this nice wet slop grain out of the mash tun and into into a barrel that uh, then a very happy farmer was glad to take off my hands. Uh, may, may I point out, he's a pig farmer. That's a good point. So very happy pigs. Might might I point out? <laughs> very happy ham. Um, that ham comes from actually, pigs. Actually, you, you, you have to you have to watch out for that uh, when you are feeding that to hogs because sometimes uh, the grains will cause the fat to become less saturated, leading to sometimes. And I apologize to any farmer that might be listening. Sometimes um, a less desirable pork product. So do we consider that a less than happy slap? Um, wow. It's less than slappy. <laughs> um, the, you learn so quickly. <laughs> uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect the slap ability much. Um, if anything, it makes it more uh, satisfying to slap, but potentially less satisfying. So are, are you literally saying, reading between the lines, the, the brewer's grain makes the pigs too muscly? 
Um, or no, no. Group. What I'm what I'm saying is that it, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, no. It's it's actually a really good question. Um, no, I I think in this scenario, it because the fat becomes less saturated. Um, it it kind of ends up being a little bit thinner. You get thinner fat coverage on the animal. Um, the 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 pork becomes sometimes a little less firm. Um, which is something that you actually kind of want because you can have meat that's both tender and firm. Yeah. Um, okay, I get it. So and it, it and it's, it and affects the nature of the fat. It, it affects okay. the it affects the nature of the fat, and it's if anything like you know it would be less buttery. So I feel like I'm tender but firm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> like, what what would meat from an animal then that was fed with mainly brewer's grain would that be better for smoking then? Would that be a better smoking application for that meat? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think I think that might actually be almost an inferior option. Okay. Because you need yeah. a lot of fat to smoke yeah. off and keep that flavor going, so you won't. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this took a sideways. Wow. Yeah, I'm really glad was, we went down that road. When are we starting the meat podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you think he keeps showing up? <laughs> Gee, I don't, I'm kind of blown away here. I guess <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where we uh, are. You didn't <laughs> think I was that smart, did you? I do have a question regarding the beer, though. Um, All right. like, so uh, recipe-wise, what uh, what are the like uh, the roasted grains that you used in here? Like, where's the roast coming from? Uh, so the roast in this is actually coming from a uh, uh, Breeze roast malt and then a uh, Mountain's light chocolate malt. So okay. uh, actually, majority of the uh, roast that's coming into this, nothing is over like 300 degrees level bond. So there, there's nothing that's entirely highly roasted I in mean, this beer. Color-wise, like you get these beautiful ruby hues. Like if yes. you hold it up to patented beer light installed yep. by patented beer light technician Devin. Um, <laughs> so this beer does have still about uh, 30 to 35% of the grain bill sitting at... Uh, uh, golden naked oats. Okay. So, I mean, you're sitting at something that's about 10 to 12 of a bond at a decent amount of the actual uh, grain bill. So there, there's a lot of dark uh, dark uh, colors coming into this beer from that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it tastes roasty, but it's not like overly accurate or heavy. No. And it's, it, it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Thank you. Excellent. Yes. <clears throat> Very tasty beer here. Uh, we should probably move on to industry term section for this week last. Uh, I, I guess these two weeks. This week last? This week last. Uh, the section before this, uh, we definitely went over, and you can listen to this past episode. We went over the attenuation, which we did, again, touch on slightly here today. So today, isomerization. Ooh. Yeah, it's a big, yes. big word uh, that has to do with hops. And, and the way that uh, uh, we utilize them uh, to give us some balance to this very sweet, uh, grainy liquid called wort that uh, we definitely also have talked about in past uh, episodes here. So, Justin, give us a little uh, nickel tour of isomerization. So, isomerization in, in a general chemistry term is the breaking down of a molecule into different fragments. Okay. Um, as far as brewing sciences are concerned, when you when you hear this, we're talking much more specifically about hop compounds. And when they're added to the boil, how those compounds break down, what flavors, whether it's through the acids or um, oils that we're extracting into the beer from that heating process. So that's, you know, there's we can get into why you add hops into to the beer. That's a whole other conversation. But basically, isomerization is 
the the process of adding hops to beer. That's the the scientific breakdown of those molecules. It's <clears throat> I like the way I used to try to remember it was you know loudering is separating liquid from solid and isomerization is is pulling oils from vegetal matter essentially and then in these volatiles uh, you got to figure out a way to get them to you know stick around in the in the beer. Um, have you guys, uh, and I forgive me, I can't remember. Have you guys covered IBUs as an yes. industry term? Yes, we did. So um, isomerization is, I mean, it's it's a big part of your IBU calculation, depending on what formula you're using. It is, and it's, you know, putting hops in the beer is done for IBUs, for preservative, for flavor reasons. Um, but just more specifically, isomerization is the actual process of breaking those hops from vegetables into the things we want to get out of them. Okay. Vegetables, something Anthony knows nothing about, right, What's, Lando? What, a vegetable? Yep. Ve- vegetable? Yep. Veg- it's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Lando. I understand. There, there, there's a lot of syllables in that. Just there. take it Take it slow. There. Take it slow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to sales news. Uh, yes. We have some exciting news. We have a new, we are going to onboard a or we have already at this point onboarded a new sales gentleman. Yes, Mr. Andrew Lemon. Mr. Mr. Lemon. Yeah, we'll get him on the podcast at some point in time. Yeah, he'll assume. he'll be uh, assisting us largely in the the Minnesota southern Minnesota markets mm-hmm. of College City Beverage and Shot in southern Minnesota around the Spring Valley Brewery, and then helping us out here in the home region of Bills with a few different Jeez. things. So we'll um, have to see about his knowledge of the Marvel universe, though, because, you know. We will. If it's hockey, he seems to know it. That's, that's I mean, that's fine, too. Yeah, he seems like a hockey dude. I think, uh, I think we're going to go along just fine, then. Good. Yeah. Excellent. But we got that. And then um, coming up in January, January 15th in particular, we have the St. Cloud Beer Festival, or the this tour of St. Cloud. It's going to be a fun time. Yes. Um, Brian and I will be there, and I believe Danny and uh, Jake are going to be joining us up there for it, too. I think uh, Adam from Ziggy's might... Ooh, it's going to be a crowd. ...show up, and then, I mean, Anthony Reams, will probably, he'll probably come in the back door, too. Do I come any other way? No. Nope. No, leave that. No, nope. <laughs> Where's that bell? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So the Saint Cloud. So you want to restart this? Or? <laughs> yeah, <I'll> restart. <laughs> Scrap this episode. So got halfway through. Uh, it, it's. I was gonna make a meat man joke, but whole. Oh jeez, he took uh, the meat there. So, very large festival in Saint Cloud. <laughs> I'm sorry, We're children. A professional brewery. There's two of them now. God, you guys I, are brewing professionals. I thought I was a semi-pro. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I think you. <laughs> <laughs> Taproom news in Hudson. Yes, uh, in anniversary Hudson. celebration is on January eighth. Just a mere few days from now. Yeah. Uh, what year? Twenty twenty-two. No, 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 no. no. I mean, no what, what? Oh, four. Oh. <laughs> Two thousand. He's wanting to know years. how many years we've had a brewery for. Four. Four years. Thank you. Gosh darn it. Firewater Gospel Choir will be playing as per usual. Big ass taco truck will show in Taqueria Los Paisanos. Which is one of our favorites. Uh, They're very excited. much. Excited. If you were at the Firewater, yeah. if you were at their last show, it was the taco truck that stuck around for the entire show. Uh, They're very excited to come back. Uh, quick little shout out to Firewater. They are uh, quietly working on an album. Yes, they are. Very um, exciting. 
don't know. It's not so quiet anymore. Oh, I mean, it's on their social media, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a secret, but it's pretty cool. The town favorite. Um, Also, a comedy night. Yeah, but I mean, by the... By the time this is coming up, it'll be January Comedy Night. Yeah. It, check it out. I'm, I'm getting very... This is, I got to describe Brian's... It's good to laugh, guys. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not enough laughter when we get together and do sorts of things. Sure. It's very serious. Sure is Justin, I think you need to loosen up a little bit. You know. That's a good point. You're really... He's the only brewer mm. I know who shows up in a suit and tie. Like, yeah. Stick in the mud. Yeah. Stick I mean, I, I will say the interview was very awkward. Um, I felt very underdressed. Wait, when we interviewed you, was it basically like we just kind of like checked out if like you had all your limbs or like how did they? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we just talked about D and D for like I think 30 we minutes. did. Yeah. <laughs> we were the first question was they held up a mirror and can you fog this? Like, <laughs> I know my first question was like, so you brew, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, yes. uh, Spring Valley Taproom News. We've got Wade Snake on uh, January 8th. Yeah, kind of billing it as if you, if you can't make it to Hudson to celebrate the anniversary, uh, Wade Snake from up here um, got snowed out a couple weeks ago during that uh, December snowstorm. So he is going to be joining us to kind of do a little mini anniversary for Hudson in Spring Valley that evening. Yeah. So it'll be his first show down there. He is a phenomenal musician. Uh, you going to see a lot of cool takes on 90s and 2000s covers. Very cool. Also, uh, kind of a big deal uh, in brewery news, and I've been told I understate things, so this is a really big deal. Pay attention. I'm here. You went too far the other way, Brian. Did I? This is a big deal. (laughs) You have have my attention now. Please do not disappoint me. So we've been working on a way to get some new beers into our distribution rotation in Hudson because we 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 love our core beers and we struggle to get the core beers to the market uh, in a timely fashion and then have some room on top to uh, add some specialty stuff. So we, we think we figured out a way to do that. And we're looking at this this year, uh, probably excuse us in January, um, but having a brand new canned beer uh, each month this Ooh. year. Yep. You understated that, Brian. Yeah. I sure did. I think I do. Now, the, you know, the caveat is some of these, it, it might be what area you're in might get a little more. It might jump around month to month. So follow kind of here or our social media to see what the there are month. a few of them that are the same but this is also sort of a bid to push us or dovetail us into having that that summer or that winter variety pack in cans yeah so. i mean we we yeah we've hinted at the winter one but this should let us pull off a winter variety pack as well as be able to do the ipa pack a little cheaper and better yep, looking um, at a, a pilsner uh maybe one of those classic bitter wars kind of west coast ipa uh, style yep. deals can i can i pitch names yeah, your your summer and winter variety packs. I mean, I, I, think, I think we're just gonna go with summer and winter variety. I, packs, ah, but, but see, I'm I'm thinking you have you have the lawn mowing pack, and then you have the snow the blowing snow, pack. the snow blowing pack. Yeah, that's, I'm actually not mad at that. That's slappy. Bad. What do you think? I think that's a that's a great idea. Okay, hmm. maybe maybe we should hire Casey on as a secondary marketing person. <laughs> yeah, can I, I don't know about that. Can, can <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of dad jokes. Can I, I ask? Though I'm okay with this. I think. <laughs> Oh yeah, ask. Oh, oh, does, does this mean um, I have another shot at Christmas cookie? 
well in one of these packs. I mean, that sounds like a snow blowing pack to me. We, we've like. we've actually uh, entered you into rehab. You cannot have <laughs> no more. I I don't know if Christmas cookie will make it into a pack, but it I would. I'm I'm hoping Christmas cookie will be a little more widely available next year. Yeah, we've we've um you know the agreement with uh, Sam's was was uh, a little exclusive exclu- exclusivity, and so we'll we'll see how that works. I mean, I, I respect Sam's, but I also respect hams, hams. I was for example, <laughs> for ha- for example, and my belly, which uh, needs it. Yeah, yeah. it needs to be like a little like a little like stocking stuffer pack that's just Christmas cookie, you know. Like, so yeah, we don't want to necessarily give away every beer because there's obviously a little bit of subject to change. Um, I, I think a, a few people should be forewarned. Uh, some favorites like Hudson Hayes is probably going to become a. Uh, put on this list instead of having it year round. That will probably be limited, which is something we had to do to be able to get a little more variety out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the sours are probably going to become kind of a little more tap room exclusive, which is a, a mixed bag. We're going to be able to do a lot more kinds of sours, but the ones available in cans um, probably won't be out there as much anymore to be able to fit these all in. Yeah, so we have heard you. We're going to mix it up, make some new stuff. Which also means some of the beers that Jason's been working on in Spring Valley are going to get ramped up this year, too. Yep, and they'll make their way into cans in the well, all of the markets that we distribute in. So, And then hopefully, if you guys keep chirping loud enough, the Twin Cities market will become a thing. Um, I don't know about this year. We'll see. Yeah. So, yes, I think that is all I have, or all we have this cycle. Uh but, you know, welcome to the new year. We really do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and if you have questions, um, like, for example, uh, where you can see pictures of the dog that barks in the background uh, <laughs> <laughs> or comments or what have you, send us an email at info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. You can find our beer in northwestern Wisconsin and all around the Twin Cities area. If your local establishment doesn't have our beer on tap or on the shelf, please ask them. This really helps us out because, unfortunately, we cannot ship beer to individuals. You can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook at Hop and Barrel Brewing and follow us on Instagram at Hop and Barrel. You can also send a message to feedback at blindninjastudios.com and find them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash blindninjastudios. And follow on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. See you guys next time.